Nuclear. Now is it crick or creek? Coyote or coyote? Sometimes I say library. Welcome to You're Saying It Wrong. I'm Fletcher Powell, and each episode we turn to the people who literally wrote the book on this, sister and brother team Kathy and Ross Petrus, and we'll dive into what we get wrong and sometimes what we get right when we try to speak this weird English language. We're about to jump right back in where we left off last time around with our spelling bee, but the two of you wanted to bring something up first that you that came up in just some conversation. No, we had a we had a caller, I mean a uh, a listener call in or write in actually email. <laughs> <laughs> <That's so technical. laughs> Doing good, That's Ross. That's the problem nowadays. Doing great. Well, we have to be correct here. Anyway, um, it was basically a rant, and it was an interesting rant on. Um, the decline of adjectives modifying nouns and it specifically referred to one he was referring to many things at work but one that he that sort of popped out to us was he said people are no longer saying belgian waffles he keeps hearing belgium waffles as in the country rather hmm. than the adjective and this launched basically a, a conversation and we were discussing now Basically, what's going on here? What are we talking about? Okay, can I first interject? I just wanted to say, I tend to think, I, one of the other things he said was, uh, we, if we all recall Trump with the China virus, I think that was the most famous and the most like mm -hmm. constantly heard one. I'm yes. just saying that as a thing. And he said um, that, not he, Trump, the, the guy wrote, was that he thought it was a cutesy speech fad initially, possibly based on that, and, and now he's noticing it more and more with everything. Not only, I mean, Belgian, Belgium waffles was the one he cited, but he's hearing it more and more in general. Also, I was thinking, going back to Trump on that one, Democrat Party. We used mm -hmm. to hear Democratic Party a lot. Well, now it's Democrat Party. Democrat, mm -hmm. Democrat Party is done pejoratively because it ends in rat. Oh, I didn't know oh, I that. I never knew it was the rat aspect. I didn't know that, Fletcher. That's interesting. Yes. I knew it was an I epithet, but I didn't catch the rat. If we're going to go on with that, what shocked me either. is... I didn't know that. I had mentioned that re recently, Democrat Party, and I thought it was only spawned recently. I didn't realize it went back to the 40s saying it as a pejorative. Oh, I didn't know that. Wow, I didn't, I didn't know that. that as a, as a yeah. pejorative. Oh, that's fascinating. No, I had no idea yeah. about that. Okay, but... Actually, though, when you think about it, China virus rather than Chinese virus, the China virus is also somewhat pejorative. Yeah. Why? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But why, why is China and not Chinese virus uh, pejorative? Because when you say China virus, I go, that person is trying to, to be mean. If I hear Chinese virus, I don't think that is as automatically. That's all. Do you have any idea why? Is Do you hear it the way I do or not? I don't know why, but you're right. I always assumed I did just because of the way I heard it. I mean, and it was said in a distinctly disparaging tone. But but why would Chinese sound less pejorative than China? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, let's go back to this whole thing. What are we talking about here? We're talking about nouns that actually modify another noun. Isn't that what's an adjective? Well. Belgian, in this case, is an adjective. Belgium is a noun modifying another noun. 
What is that called? I think Kathy may know the answer. <laughs> I think I may. <laughs> <laughs> it's called an attributive noun, a.k.a. a noun adjunct, a.k.a. a qualifying noun, a.k.a. a noun modifier, a.k.a. an apposite or a posit. I never could print That's one of those words I always stumble on. Noun. Basically, we're talking here about um, double duty and, and our uh, the person who called in was, or who wrote in, was basically suggesting this is becoming more common. Do you think it is Fletcher or not? It's hard for me to say because I haven't really noticed it. Now that now that you've brought it up, I'll probably keep an ear out for it and notice that it's happening all the time. Uh, I I would <laughs> I would believe it if it's well I don't know if I would believe it if it's becoming more common. Uh, bec- just because it always seems to turn out that things aren't actually. Uh, more common now than they ever have been. It just seems like we're noticing them. But but maybe maybe it is. Maybe, maybe this is happening. But it, it sounds like this isn't necessarily uh, anything wrong. It's just not what maybe people are used to hearing. I kind of agree. I mean, it depends. I mean, we've got a lot of, I mean, there's so many uh, compound words, compound nouns, actually, that have an attributive noun in them, like ch- chicken soup, um, bookstore, uh, stoplight. I mean, those the, in all those cases, well, no, not stoplight. But um, in all the or is it? Now uh, never mind. In all those cases, chicken soup. Chicken is a bus noun. stop. Bus stop. Bus stop. Okay, that's what I'm thinking when I thought stop. But in all those cases, it is a noun that's 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 modifying another noun, and those are all considered correct. So then, why would we say that Belgium waffle is wrong? You know what I mean? If chicken soup is right, I mean, why not Belgium waffle? But I mean, mm-hmm. that's what the thing is called is a Belgian waffle, right? That's that's the thing. Both of those words. So changing yeah. it, changing it to Belgium waffle is changing the name of the thing. It's not it's not just a descriptor, right? right? I mean, that waffle didn't actually come from Belgium. They did. Yeah, yeah. Before before we get into it, Kathy, I think I think Kathy has some very interesting little fact here about <laughs> Belgian waffles. Oh, okay. But be- before we get into that. I think what Fletcher is saying is it's it's not wrong grammatically to say Belgian waffles. It's mm-hmm. wrong because we've learned it as Belgian waffles. Right. Correct. Now, yeah. Kathy, drum roll. But now, now it's going to be really boring. I found out because I got curious that Belgian waffles are actually called Brussels waffles, not not oh. from Bru- in Belgium. And the guy, because the guy, the chef that invented them or whatever, came up with them, was from Brussels. But he decided to change the name to Bell Gem, B-E-L-G-E-M waffles, because he didn't think that Americans knew Brussels was the capital of Belgium. Wow. So actually, Belgium waffles closer to what the chef intended. <laughs> I thought that was fabulous. That's amazing. <laughs> it's so minor, but I I loved it. <laughs> uh, quickly before we we get to our spelling, though, what all of this made me think of is something that we have a lot of around here, which are Canada geese, and people call them Canadian geese all of the time. But but it's it's a Canada goose. Do you know this? Yes. That flipped me out actually when I learned it because I always called them Canadian geese, and I've been corrected. Yeah. And now I learned that they're ca- Canada geese, and I don't like that. It's to me. I don't like how it, it sounds it. wrong. <laughs> actually, before we go on, here's another here's another interesting little thing. When you think about it, what do you wear when you're going out for COVID? You wear a face mask, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And face is a noun. Mask is a noun. But then it was it popped up on. Um, uh, my wife's um, Facebook, Facebook, incidentally, <laughs> there was a uh, an ad for spas, and they had facial 
mask uh-huh. on. Right. And that's mm. sort of interesting because the adjective mask, the adjective form of facial here means something sort of different than face mask does. Right. Doesn't it? Yeah, definitely. So they're talking about using a facial mask for your skin? Yeah. Like hydrocortisone facial mask or something. I don't know what it was. Something yeah, interesting. Like you do say facial mask, but face mask is something else. Yeah, and in both cases, yeah. in both cases, they are nouns, right? Because because the facial we're talking about is the is the thing that's happening to your face, the process um, that's happening to your face. It's not an adjective describing something that goes on your face. It's the treatment, the facial. Oh, yeah. I read that. I read that differently. I read that as a mask for your face as an adjective and the other one as a noun. But maybe you're right. That's interesting. I think they're uh, both nouns. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with Fletcher on that one because it's a mask. Well, I'm going to get off now. No one ever agrees with me. <laughs> well, there's still time. <laughs> Let's see where today goes. Okay. Now we're going to go into the spelling, I guess. Okay. Actually, thinking back on it, you might be right. I'm going to look that up and do some more research on it. Okay. Anyway, we're going to spell a word which is something that I'm not, but, and nor is Kathy, or we both are in some ways. Entrepreneur. Oh, entrepreneur. Uh, this is, this is a very, very popular word uh, around where I live. We, um, th- this town, Wichita really prides itself on entrepreneurship. Uh, E-N-T-R-E-P-R-E-N-E-U-R. Entrepreneur? Yes. Yes. Perfecto. And because a lot of people say on- entrepreneur, right? An right. entrepreneur, and I think I think that the the it's like sort of like prerogative. I think the pre throws people. Oh yeah, for sure. I think having pre in the middle of a word, some like people sort of panic or they transpose it. So you are definitely correct. This one I was against putting in. The word is definitely, but now I have learned that my oh, brother has boy. issues with this. So yeah, <laughs> boy, so many people spell this definite definitely. Yes. Uh, D-E-F-I-N-I-T-E. Definite. But yeah, I see definite all the time. Or defiantly. Or defiantly. That's true. I do see that yeah. one as well. I wonder mm-hmm. I wonder how much that one is a uh, an autocorrect problem. I don't th- as as a as a as a basically someone who's guilty of this, I know how to spell it theoretically. But when I'm writing it, I, I, for some reason um I do definato. My t- my fingers do the with the a. I have no idea why. Or my fingers do uh, somehow a um, no e and then an ly. I always mangle this word, <laughs> and I, I you know I tell myself it's definite and then with an ly. It doesn't seem very difficult. Yet when I'm and I know the Latin definition, the Latin you know the the Latin form behind it. I know everything about it that you want to know. I know it, but I still misspell it constantly. And I think this is very, apparently it's very common. Do you know if there are a lot of other words with that I-T-E ending that, that aren't related to the word finite or, you know, infinite or, or definite? Are we more commonly having A-T-E endings and that's why people want to throw that on there with definite? That's interesting. I don't know. I'm, I'm looking up right now out of curiosity words that end with I-T-E-L-Y. Indefinitely, bipartitely. Impolitely, but impolitely, but it's not. You don't say impolite. I, I'm thinking about the, no, the way we yeah. the way we say it. The it. No. Yeah. I don't see any when I'm just glancing at this. Oppositely. No. Opposite. Oppositely. Oppositely. Yeah. Opposite. I. Okay. Oppositely. 
which looks wrong when you see it spelled, frankly. But the one thing is, oppositely is not a very common word. Like, definitely is very common. Mm-hmm. Oppositely, I, I don't think I would... I, if I say that three times a year, I'd be surprised. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've ever said it. Yeah. I wouldn't say oppositely. No, almost never. Amend that. If I say that once a year, I'd be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. I was surprised to find out that definitely wasn't... You know how I just said definitely? That wasn't... The, the, the OED had it like first basically appearing in the 1930s, which shocked me. Well, in that in that meaning, I mean the yeah, other. That's what I'm meaning saying. Be, as a as a, yeah. as, a as a as an emphatic, because saying like, are you yes. going to do it? Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. I, it just surprised yeah. me. Because I said, yeah, it they had time. it was a yeah a a Milne was the first person to have the first time it appeared in in print recorded print that we have. Really, which was yeah. interesting. Wow, it's enough to make you drunk. Speaking of which, <laughs> talk about a bad segue. I was going to say, you thought that was a good segue. That makes me want to get drunk. <laughs> or maybe you are. I don't know. <laughs> okay, but it was a terrible segue. But we have a really good word here. This word is commonly misspelled. And you wouldn't think so, but we're going to talk about the word drunkenness. Oh, oh, does it have back-to-back ends? Um I'm going to say it does. I'm going to say it does. Drunkenness. Yes. It it actually does? Yeah. Okay. It so does. D-R-U-N- it's very good. D-R-U-N-K-E-N-N-E-S-S. Which is where yes. people get stuck. Okay. Yeah. I don't know how I would have spelled that if I'd just been writing it on my own without you two bringing it up. I don't really know what I would have done. Without the end, it looks kind of wrong, though. Yeah, but okay. With the end, it looks kind of wrong, too. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I mean, the, the, there's a basic rule of thumb, I and mean, usually you double the final letter when a one-syllable word uh, verb ends in a consonant. Plus a vowel, so it's like stop, rob, sit. All those become stopping, robbing, etc. Oh, okay. And then when it has more, it has it more. Usually, it's more than one syllable, and the the la- that final syllable is stressed in speech. That's also part of the rule, mm. because if the first syllable is like listen, listening has one end. Mm-hmm. Happen, happening has one end, but begin we we have the gin part and that has two ends. Prefer that has two R's and that would be, you know, fit that way. I didn't know that rule, but how does all that play in with drunkenness? Drunken, it's the, yeah, drunken doesn't work because drunken, the the emphasis is on the first syllable. So theoretically, this in this rule. <laughs> which doesn't apply to everything, <laughs> it wouldn't work. I mean, the, the, the suffix is the, is the ness, right? Yes. So uh, putting that together with drunken, it makes sense why there would be two ends. I just didn't know how it followed with that rule. It doesn't. Okay. The rule doesn't. The rule doesn't. <laughs> Kathy, we shouldn't have mentioned the rule. That's a general rule. No. Okay. In this case, you're adding to the, you're adding a, a letter to the ending. No, that's completely correct. Can I just toss in, I love, uh, Ross had found this, other Middle English words that were used at the same time as drunkenness were drunken head, which I adore, and drunken ship. Isn't drunken ship? Yeah. Doesn't sound, it's something, <laughs> there's something wrong there. But I think going back to that, that, that's completely, that, that we were telling you the general rule, but in this case, you're right. It just, it's drunken is the word and we're adding ness to it, which is a, which is the quality of uh, being drunk. And therefore the suffix just added directly to the, uh, to the word. I am happy to learn about that rule anyway, even if it doesn't apply at all here. Uh, I didn't I didn't know that. Yeah, it's typical of English. Of course the rule doesn't apply to everything. Yeah, right. <laughs> Why <Yeah>. would it? <laughs> <laughs>
But speaking of drunkenness, we suddenly thought of this word. And this is something that you don't normally spell, but how do you spell daiquiri? Okay, daiquiri, um, let's see, D-A-I-Q-U-I-R-I? Yes! Okay! Excellent! Because th- wow. most people have the tendency to put the A in for the, sec- the second I, daiquiri. Daquari. Okay. Yeah, more like that as opposed to... But you pronounced it more Dakiri, which was interesting. Dakiri. Dakiri. Maybe. Yeah. I you, think you do. You know, really my only experience with that word... I mean, I'm, a, I'm an adult now, and so I know what it is, but uh, Baskin Robbins used to have an ice cream called Dakiri Ice. Do you remember that? It I remember did. that. I remember that. And I always, I, I never knew what the heck that was supposed to be when I was a kid, and I even tasted it once, and I was like, God, that's god-awful. Um, I, <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I don't think I've ever had a daiquiri as an alcoholic beverage. Right, yeah, no, actually. I haven't either. Yeah. No. Well, I don't have too much experience with this, so let's try to spell the word. Experience? Yes. Yeah, E-X-P-E-R-I-E-N-C-E? Yeah. For a lot of people have problems with the A-N-C and E-N-C ending. Oh, sure, okay. I... I personally have never had a problem spelling experience. I don't think you have either, Kathy, have you? No, I've never. But apparently there's a real problem in English with ANC and ENC endings. Judge, you know, basically created by the te- the typical problem we get into with uh, words coming from French via Latin or, you know, I mean French through Latin, uh, through French from Latin and it's in Latin usually the ending is ANTIA experientia but our or I mean or entia and um we get a, there's really no way of figuring it out you just have to know the word mm-hmm. for example we have guidance misspelled commonly occurrence misspelled occurrence yeah definitely that one occurrence is spelled with a n c and it's not it's e n c right perseverance uh-huh perseverance is one that i think spell that one fletcher let's see how you do uh i th- uh perseverance i I actually want to say A N C E. That's right. You got it. Okay. Yeah. I thought. I thought it. Yeah. It doesn't seem like it should be because persevere ends in an E, but but it is with the A. Occurrence for me is usually the issue. Isn't the E N C E or the A N C? I always have to. I always stumble on occur. I, I have to think occur. I always have a thing with the double. Mm-hmm. The double C. I that for some reason that just I I don't automatically think of it. Oh, really? I don't have a problem with that. One. There are a lot of places really to trip up with occurrence. I think you've, you know, the, uh, the C maybe, the the R's, the E N C E or A N C E. Uh, you know, I'm jumping ahead in the alphabet quite a bit uh, talking about occurrence here, but but you brought it up. So. <laughs> <laughs> and now we move on to a really interesting word fuchsia. <laughs> yeah. Okay. 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 Uh, let me think for a second. Oh man, it's something like F U C H S I A or something like Very that. Very good. Did I get it? <laughs> yeah. I, wow. I, I won't. I won't pronounce it out the way I think of it, so that I can spell it right. But um, that F U C, that hard. I make that a hard C sound in my head. Um, and then add the S-I-A, the Sia at the end. Like when I'm spelling it to myself in my head, that's how I pronounce yeah. it so that I can remember how it's spelled. Yeah. You did fabulously. It's interesting. That's a really According hard to, word. Uh, that's a really it hard is. word. It's really hard, and so many people do it wrong 
that apparently it's actually polluting Google's autocorrect. <laughs> Google sometimes will autocorrect it in the in, in, with the misspelling, according to some people. I tried what it, it says, and I didn't get it. If you type it in wrong, it asks, did you mean fuchsia, spelled F-U-S-C-I-H-I-A, oh, not F-U-C-H-S-I-A. They make it as fuchsia, if you will. Yeah. Instead of fuchsia. <laughs> it's hard <laughs> it's to do really it. really like, interesting. But that got me. It is a really hard... Where does it come from? That's such a strange word. It comes from a German botanist, Leonhard... I don't, I don't know German very uh, at all, but it's Leonhard Fuchs, F-U-C-H-S. Ah, see, there you go. Okay. And the classic way in, in uh, you know, with the naming plants is to add, put the guy's name in or the person's name in and add I-A. Mm-hmm. So um, it was done with F U C H, you know, like you said. Yeah. So, fuchsia, whatever, became <laughs> became fuchsia somehow for us. Fuchsia yeah. in English. Yeah. Fascinating. Speaking of which, do you know how to spell uh, what's it, the Christmas flower? Points. Points. Uh, Poinsettia. You know, poinsettia. Po- uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I think we say poinsettia, a- though, right? Yeah. But yes. it's it's technically poinsettia, but I think everybody says poinsettia, or yeah. most pe- many do. I most, should say. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And that was another individual poinsett who who, oh, who okay. named that one. Okay. Yeah. Well, the and you I- add the I- 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 Oh, that's interesting. I know. Wow, I never knew any of that. So that's... see now, if you came up with a plant, it would be Powellia. Powellia. <laughs> Powellia. <laughs> <laughs> it's very very euphonious. <laughs> and ours would be uh, ours is Petrasia. Petrasia. Yeah. yeah, I guess or Petrasia. Yeah, Petrasia, Petrasia sounds you want right. to do. You wouldn't do Petrasia. Petrasia? Yeah. Well, Petrasia sounds like some kind of skin disease. Petrasia. Thank know, you. Little... <laughs> <laughs> You're making me itch. <laughs> Which leads to our next word. Perhaps I'm itching because my personal hygiene ah. is problematic. <laughs> it's not, incidentally. I want to say I'm very clean. <laughs> um, H-Y-G-I-E-N-E. Yes. Yep. Yes. Okay. It's funny that one. Kathy really wanted that one. It is one of the most commonly misspelled words on various lists. That one I never had a problem with for some reason. I have no Probably idea. Probably because you know the Greek. Yeah, it must be that. It's from the Greek. As as so often with these words like entrepreneur, which is a long word, obviously from the French. It's said that the the spelling of hygiene is because it was attempted. It was an attempt to make the Greek vowels into French, mm. which then we mm-hmm. inherited. Oh, so it's mm-hmm. it's the old thing of a of a foreign language, and how do you make it approximate yours? And then from there, then you have the problem of French approximating Greek going into English, mm-hmm. which exactly. has no which. Which is much more difficult for, yeah, no, I think you're right. I just want to remind everybody that all of these, uh, they aren't just words that, uh, you didn't just pick up a dictionary and go through it. These are these are all words that show up on multiple lists of most commonly misspelled words. Mm-hmm. Yeah, these are, these, are the, these are the biggies. There, there are really quite a few of them. We picked out the ones that we thought from these lists that were, that seemed to be the most egregious in terms of misspellings. Or indicated something uh, rather telling about the problems of spelling and that leads to the next word indispensable and this goes back to the problem of latin i'm curious how you're going to spell this i think you'll do it correctly but i think we can talk then about another problem yeah i think and again these are harder of course for me as i said last time around because i'm doing this all in my head instead of writing it down but um i n d i s p e n indispense uh, S-I-B-L-E? No. It's, is it A-B-L-E? 
Yeah. yeah, C shoot. And you've done the most common. Yeah, I think so. And I wonder if that would have worked out better for me had I actually been writing it down. But but I, I knew that was the, the tripping point and yeah, I didn't didn't get there. Looking at it though, I don't do you guys look just write it right Fletcher, write it out right now. I don't think it looks that bad as an eye either, personally. What do you guys think? It does to me, I think, because I've seen it so often. But I could, I could, yeah. It's not one word immediately leaps at me and I, and slaps me in the face and says, "You silly girl!" It's supposed to be an A. Yeah, it doesn't. You know? It doesn't look ridiculous. It does look. It looks a little wrong. I think I'd mm-hmm. look at that and go right back and change it. But but it doesn't. It doesn't look absurd. No. Mm-mm. This is one of those. Yeah, it's the ibble able problem. And 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 going back to the rules, one rule is says that if the root word ends in an E, you drop the E and add able. But then there's a number of words that end with I-B-L-E where you drop the E and add eyeball. So <laughs> here you go again. Yeah. Thanks, English. Yeah, great. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> go home, English. You're drunk. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we can't really win with this. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really virtually impossible. And th- these words all tend to come from the Latin. And Latin has words with A stems ending with abolis and I stems ending with ibilis. But then when they came into French, they got all mixed together and we're all stuck. We cannot really win. We just have to memorize them, I think. How about the word collectible? That is an interesting, interesting word. I like the IBL ending. Oh, thank you. I'm an IB too. Yeah. But I see an awful lot of ABL endings either. I think they're both accepted now um but what was it originally the, versus the a yeah the i or the a it is was it collect collectable collectible in american english it, in american it's interesting there's a real pr- collectible tends to be more british english collectible tends to be american english mm-hmm. in terms of use i just typed it into the oed and they don't have collectible they don't have it with the i at all no i'm, I'm okay. unless well, I'm i wrong. have on the uh I'm doing the uh, Google Ngram, and I have collect double as uh, British English, uh, like five times, uh, used five times more. The collectibles used five times more in English, in American English. They do not have a separate entry for collectible in the OED. They have it as an alternative spelling, chiefly in the U.S. Yeah, that's interesting. Yes. I, I just looked it up here on uh, Merriam-Webster. And, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, co- uh, collectible, it, they have it with the I. And and it says below, it says variance or less commonly collectible with the A. Interesting. Interesting. And I'm looking at... I'm looking at an etymological dictionary, and they have collectible, and then they have in parentheses also collectible from the 1650s, collect plus ibble. So uh, ibble seems to be the uh, preferred, at least here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because but the, but initially, if you're going to just go back in English itself, the first I'm saying the first uh, print thing is 1660 collectible. Oh, but then in 1662, I say collectible. Okay, but <laughs> again, English, English throws us this. Uh... To me now, this sounds odd, odd, but I feel like my personal preference would be collectible for the item for, as a noun. Yes, I have these collectibles in my home. They are all collectible. Oh. I see collectible as, as a different, as, as the um, adjective. Yeah, that's interesting. I think that's how I would do it. Huh. What about you, Ross? 
I would just, I, I see what you're saying, but not to be like the Latin, it comes from a Latin uh, root, which is a, a caligare, which has an E. So I think I would just always go with the I, and therefore uh, the past tense, you know, the past tense would be collegi with an I. So I would, I would go collectible with an I all the time. So you would say that's a very collectible item. You would do it with an I. I wouldn't. Yes. Interesting. I, I really. It sounds silly, but I have a real prejudice against the A with collectible. As a kid, I started collecting coins and all these little things, and I mostly saw the I. And then as I got older, I started seeing the A, and the mm. A screamed, this is wrong, and I looked it up, and it, it wasn't, but it bothers me. See, now, I agree with you, but it doesn't seem wrong, as, as I said, for, as the noun, as the thing. I is the only thing I can tolerate. I hate it when I see it with an A, and I've always thought it was wrong as well. But but as a, as a way of doing something, I don't, I don't object to it. Does anyone really care? <laughs> Here's a little peek into what a horrid person I used to be. I always knew that there were two different ways to spell collectible, but I was positive that one was right and one was wrong. I just didn't, mm -hmm. I could never remember which one was which, so I didn't know which one to be snotty about. <laughs> but, I, but I knew I was supposed to be snotty. <laughs> Oh, God. What an awful show. <laughs> Here's a word you could be snotty about if you misspell this. This is on numerous lists, including Garner's 25 most commonly misspelled words. And the word, and it's sort of a current word right now because we're talking about it. The word is inoculate. Inoculate, right. Um, I, I think that's just I-N-O-C-U-L-A-T-E, right? Is that not right? No, no, you're right. And I say that's really interesting because a lot of people, uh, unlike drunkenness, where we had two ends, right. they throw in they throw in two. Yeah, two I, ends, I, I think put in one instead of take one out. I think it's way more common to have a double N right there, isn't it? You would think. And innocent is just what I'm thinking of right offhand, but I'm mm -hmm. guessing that there aren't a lot of I-N-O words. No. I bet nowadays more people spell it correctly, though, because it's just become such yeah. a much more, you know, much more common. Although some people have said that the spelling confusion might be caused by vaccinate, which has two C's in it. Mm -hmm. So they might think, you know, well, two C's, why not two N's? I don't know. That seems like a sort of dubious sort of thing. But I'd lean more toward just not having a lot of I-N-O type words around. I mean, usually that that N-O, N-O seems like you'd have two N's. The one thing I don't like about this word is the origin, because it, it comes from in, which is uh, obviously into. And then the oculate part is uh, I, which bothers me because I picture someone... Oh, sticking, sticking something in my into eye. Your eye. Ooh, Oculus yeah, also like means it also means bud, you know, like it's in a plant. So it, it really come the original origin is in Oculus, meaning putting it into a bud of a plant. Okay. But Oculus we all know is eye as well. And I look at the word and Ooh. I just picture a needle in my really? eye and I go, ah Oh, oh Ross, no. why did you have to do don't share these things? <laughs> Please, give me the I'm very Man. upset. <laughs> What got me with this one was, I know we talked about this, we touched on this in the past, but it's the whole concept now of, of course, vaccination, which we talked about, and then vaxxed with a double X versus waxed with a single X. I mean, that's still, and it's so funny now, if I see vaxxed with one X, which I would have in the past thought would be correct, it, it's, it looks very wrong. Uh -huh. It's, you know, I, I, it's always a double X in my head now. Yeah. Which is interesting, though, because in, apparently during the 1918 pandemic, 
it was vaxxed, was used, the word, and it was spelled with one X. Like which I thought was really interesting. So when did vaxxed, double X, when did that first start with the whole anti-vaccination thing, not pre-COVID? Is that when that all started, the double Xing vax? They were saying in 2016, the double, va- the double X came in. Yeah, at least. Yeah, so it was like the autism thing and all that. Yeah, right? I, yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised at all if it were before 2016 even, because that, that whole vaccine autism thing has been around for uh, quite a while now at this point. Yeah, yeah, it must have been popularized then or mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. I'm just thinking... When you say maxed out, and now it's just one X, suddenly I'm just trying to visualize other double Xs. Well, do you want to hear the rule? <laughs> oh, no. There's a rule? <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a general rule. Okay. In a word with one syllable, double the final consonant only if the word ends in one vowel plus one consonant. In a word with two or more, now we're going to have an exception here. One exception would be with an X. That doesn't, X's don't follow the rule, possibly because X's seem like they're already doubled, even though, so therefore vaxxed is violating this rule I just told you about, which is the wonderful thing about English. <laughs> In a word with two or more syllables, double the final consonant only if the word ends in one vowel and one consonant and the final syllable is stress. <laughs> like what? Got it. <laughs> oh, but wait a second. You don't count, not only do you not count an X as a consonant, you don't count a Y, which is understandable, right. or a W, because that's sort of like a U. <laughs> sort of. <W>. Yep. <laughs> well, W is double U. They're both, they're all like in a weird, they're sort of like, they kind of hover between what, between single and double. So they're like Pluto. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know, for that matter, I think Pluto's a planet. So, <laughs> you know, I do too, actually. I do. I'm sticking with Pluto, baby. What gets me with this, though, is you hear a rule like that, and all it does for me is make me want to scream and I go, forget it. I mean, honestly. Oh, yeah. Which is why I still think the best way to learn English is not through the rules, but is through reading and listening and writing. I really do. Because I listen to that, and immediately I go, well, wait a minute, what syllable? Where? What consonant? <laughs> huh? You know? know? Actually, Fletcher, do you want to spell this one? This is a killer for me. And then we'll end with this, okay? For some reason, I always misspell it, and... Kath, do you misspell this one too or not? I actually do. I and I and I, I consider myself a very good speller, but this one is one of the ones I always stop at. I just do. Okay. Just, so let's I, see if I, Fletcher I, stops. I, I bet Fletcher's smarter than you and I, Ross. Okay. Are. Ready, Fletcher? And you yeah. and I are. I want to okay. make sure that you understand yes. that. not misuse that I. <laughs> yes. Okay. The word is maintenance. Main maintain. Uh, uh oh. Okay. <laughs> uh, M-A-I-N-T-E-N. Mainten. E-N-C-E? No! Ah! Yay! <laughs> you, you're bad too with this. It's M-A-I-N-T-E-N-A-N-C-E. Yeah, okay. So now, Russ, how do you usually misspell it? Well, see, this is my problem. I mean, I, I now know, I mean, I've known, I put... I think of maintain mm-hmm. and then ants. That's what so I do. So instinctively, when I'm typing, I type in M-A-I-N-T-A-I-N-A-N-C-E. And then I realize I made a mistake. Uh-huh. That's the same with me. I do maintain and, and, and chuck on the uh, little happy ants. And interestingly enough, Fletcher, we have a number of mis- common misspellings. And to give you your due... Your misspelling was not on our list of common misspellings. Hugh <laughs> <What? laughs> <laughs> <You> Iconoclast. <laughs> 
I mean, all I got wrong was the e, the E A, right? Yeah. And that's not on there. Come on. No. <laughs> Now, ours is more common, our maintained hands. So you're special. (laughs) You're special and we're very common. (laughs) And on that note... This episode of You're Saying It Wrong has been produced by me, Fletcher Powell, help from Beth Golay and Luann Stevens in the studios of KMUW in Wichita, Kansas. If you have a question for Kathy and Ross, you can tweet it at us. We're at YSIWpod. Email them at kandrpetrus at gmail.com or email me at powell at kmuw.org. And if you like what we're doing, leave us a rating or even a review at Apple Podcasts. Those reviews help us. They're how we get more people to find us. Kathy and Ross's book, You're Saying It Wrong, was published by 10 Speed Press. You can find that and much of their other work pretty much anywhere you get books. We recommend your local independent bookstore. And, of course, Kathy and Ross are always up to something. You can check out their other work through their website, kandrpetras.com. That's K-A-N-D-R-P-E-T-R-A-S dot com. Thanks for joining us. We'll be back in two weeks.